Coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland, home of the U.S. Naval Academy, the sailing capital of the world, home of the world's largest crab feast, and four signers of the Declaration of Independence. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet. Good morning. It's Monday, July 2nd, 2018. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. As we try to move on from the horrific tragedy of Thursday, memorial services have been announced for two of the five victims who were killed at the Capitol Gazette newsroom. A private celebration of life for Rob Hyacin is going to be held this evening at the Irvine Nature Center in Owings Mills. That is invitation only, but notable of that is that the invitation says shorts are welcome because Rob would never want to have anyone have to wear a suit for him. If you knew Rob, that was precisely Rob. Also on Saturday at noon at the Unitarian Universalist Church in Annapolis, this would be July 7th, there will be a memorial service for Wendy Winters. Her son, Phoenix, had said that in lieu of any kind of flowers, please make a donation to the Girl Scouts of America, the America's Civil Liberties Union, Planned Parenthood, or the American Red Cross. Okay. Sorry, it'll be a little bit tough. Um, for those who don't know who we are, this is uh, Celine San Felice. Rachel Pacella, Daniel, and I'm Phil Davis. We all work at the Capitol currently. Or, yeah. Um, the reason we, you know, want to say the names is because we, we're, we are not going to forget them, and we don't want other people to forget them because they are they are the story. The people, the people who died are the story. Uh, and they're Rebecca Smith, uh, Rob Hyacin, Wendy Winters, Gerald Fishman, and John McNamara. They don't get to go home to their families. Their families don't get to have them because of something that didn't involve them. And we're not going to, or at least I'm not going to ask for anyone to offer a solution to what happened. I just hope that you guys keep them in your prayers, keep them in your thoughts. You help them out the way they can. They, they are going to have funeral costs out of nowhere. All of their families are going to have to deal with this grief, and they're going to have to deal with it in real time. So if there's anything that you guys can do, if it's a meal you skip, if it's a night out on the town that you just decide not to do, that you can donate any amount of money to their funeral costs, the GoFundMe pages that I'm sure The Sun and some others have been writing about, please do. Because again, Wendy Winters, Rob Hyacin, Gerald Fishman, John McNamara, and Rebecca Smith are not going to be making this march with us today. So I hope that you keep them in your thoughts. Thanks. And that was Phil Davis talking at the vigil on Friday night. And did Annapolis ever show their resolve and their strength? Thousands filled the silent streets. Tears were shed, hugs were shared, and we showed the world that Annapolis is strong. What was particularly insightful to me was to watch the people that had no idea this was happening in restaurants that lined Main Street, standing up in silence as thousands of people marched down to City Dock. We're not going to heal from this anytime quick, but we need to start. And to help you do that, here's three suggestions. Number one, subscribe to the Capitol. doesn't matter whether it's print or online, just do that. 
You can go to the All Annapolis Facebook page and a post pinned to the top. There's a link to a t-shirt order form. You can order a t-shirt. It's a great design made by Aaron from the band Scribe. He also has a sticker. Currently, they're out of stock, but more are on the way. 100% of the proceeds from that will be donated to the official fund for the Capitol, which incidentally is being handled by the Community Foundation of Anne Arundel County. If you want to just donate money, please go there and do that. There is a matching donation up to a million dollars to help the families of the victims as well as the survivors. And also, before you leave today, take a listen to the very end of this daily news brief. I'm going to repeat some words that I had said on Friday with just my thoughts on this whole tragedy. Moving away from that and trying to get back into some normalcy, Thursday was also induction day, I-Day at the Naval Academy. There were 1,211 young men and women. They have been admitted to the class of 2022 and were sworn in as midshipmen as the evening approached. There were a total of 16,086 applicants, and this year's class, well, it's not this year's class, it's the class of 22, will have 28% women, 338, 36% minority. They represent every state along with the District of Columbia, Guam, Puerto Rico, and the Northern Mariana Islands. There are 14 international students, 67 members of the class of 2022 are sons or daughters of alumni, and there are 60 former enlisted members of the services. On July 1st, a bunch of new laws went into effect. The most notable is that anybody that is making $9.75 or minimum wage, you now have a raise. You will be making $10.10, and that's on its way up to the $12, I believe, that the legislature voted in several years ago. Even though we just got out of the primary, we do have a general election coming up and a new law on the books that says Google and social media sites like Facebook will now have to track political ads and document which users are being targeted. The intent of the law is to flag foreign interference in political activities and to shed light on how social media is being used by political campaigns and advocacy groups. Google said they won't play. They won't accept any state or local election ads in Maryland, saying that they could not be sure that it could comply with the law's regulations. Some good news for some teachers. They will get a state tax break and allowed to deduct up to $250 on their taxes for out-of-pocket classroom supplies. And these supplies need to be consumed by the students in the classroom or be used as part of preparation for instructions. Another law that never should have needed to be passed has been passed, but now students are allowed to bring sunscreen to school. Apparently that was illegal before, but a law was passed in Annapolis now that allows children to bring their own sunscreen. And if you hunt, you do have another option. You used to be able to wear that safety orange, but there were two girls from the eastern shore who wanted to wear pink. So now we have daylight fluorescent pink as an alternative to safety orange when you are out hunting. And right now it's left up to the Department of Natural Resources to define exactly what constitutes, quote, daylight fluorescent pink. Leave it to the government to pass a law and not define what pink is. If you are a sports nut, if you are a hockey nut in particular, listen up. The Stanley Cup will be here in Annapolis on Tuesday, July 3rd. It's making a couple different appearances, courtesy of Woody Ledig, who is lives in town, and he has been the equipment manager for nearly 30 years for the Capitals. He does get it for one day, and the schedule is 12.30 to 1.15 at City Dock. That will be open to the public. I understand from 1.30 to 2.15, it's going to be over at Davis's. I understand that is closed to the public by invitation only. But if you want another shot, from 2.30 to 3.15, it will be at West End Grill right there at the corner of Solomon's Island Road and West Street. 
That is about it for the news today. As I said, make sure that you stick around to the very end. Listen to what I had to say with my thoughts on this horrific shooting that happened on Thursday. Of course, we do have George Young with our local DMV weather, and it is a hot forecast coming up for the foreseeable future. So stick around. Do you know what your teens are doing this summer? Don't be afraid to ask. The most recent Maryland Safe and Supportive School Survey shows three-quarters of Annapolis High School students say it was fairly or very easy for students in their grade to get alcohol. Underage and binge drinking is very real Annapolis. If you give them access to alcohol, you're not cool, but you are liable for the outcome. Create a safe environment for your teens and their friends this summer. If they need to talk, listen. If you need to talk, we'll listen. We're here for you and your children. We're ASAP. Annapolis Substance Abuse Prevention. ASAP facilitates healthy community change, prevents and reduces binge drinking, underage drinking, and alcohol-related auto crashes among youth and young adults through locally-led collaborations and evidence-based prevention strategies. Visit us at PreventSubstanceAbuse.org. This message is supported by SAMHSA and the Maryland Behavioral Health Administration. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Monday, July 2nd. Today will be the fourth straight day in which Annapolis and all of Anne Arundel County will see high temperatures in the 90s with humidity levels high enough to produce heat index values of 95 to 105 plus degrees across the region with little to no chance of rain to cool things down. And the streak will likely extend out for at least another two to three days this week, if not more, meaning temps in the 90s every day through Wednesday or at least Thursday, which is a good thing for July 4th fireworks around the region as chances of a rainout are slim to none at this point. But we'll just have to endure the heat and stay hydrated along the way before temps back down into the 80s for highs by Friday as afternoon and evening thunderstorm chances return to the skies above. Okay, that's it for today. Be sure to follow DMV weather anywhere, anytime on our website at dmvweather.com or on Facebook and Twitter, as well as on our app, which you can download for free by searching for DC MDVA Weather in the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great week out there. And always remember, whatever the weather outside, have fun and be safe. Hi, I'm Anne Arundel County State's Attorney Wes Adams. The heroin and opioid epidemic has touched every family, including mine. That's why I've teamed up with our county executive, Steve Shu to do something about it. We must stop the cycle of addiction at its source. Go to denialisdeadly.org right now or attend one of our Not My Child presentations occurring all around the county. You could save a life. They say opinions are like, here we are with a dose of opinion for you. It's been almost four days since five employees of the Capitol were gunned down in Annapolis, Maryland, for doing their job. I've been trying to process this all, and I have to be honest, it's impossible. Like millions of Americans, I was among the, oh, that'll never happen here crowd. And today I find myself on the other side. I did not know two of the victims, Rebecca and John. I had met Gerald a few times and considered Rob a friend and Wendy a close friend. That's what they were to me. But to others, they were mothers, fathers, sons, brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, cousins, colleagues, and co-workers. They were all doing great things, and they were all silenced. 
And while Wendy, John, Gerald, Rebecca, and Rob will continue to be the faces of this tragedy, there are far more, far, far more. Immediately, there's Rachel and Janelle who were injured, and Paul, Celine, Anthony, and Phil who experienced the truly unimaginable. There was Josh and Chase, Dave and Jimmy, Pat and Thalia, Danielle and Bill, Bob, Mark, Aaron, Gregory, Jerry, Maureen, Christopher, Melissa, Amy, Heather, Adelie, Sharon, Jerry, Christine, Sharon, Eleni, Dawn, Josh, Kim, Jim, and Rick Hutzel, the editor-in-chief that somehow has to figure out how to lead this team forward. The Capitol, as many said, is a family. It's a young family and a transient one. As such, there are dozens, if not hundreds, of former employees that have moved on that worked with the five who were murdered. They are all hurting. The first responders, too many to name, are hurting. Sure, they are trained to handle this type of situation, but few ever live it. The horror they saw also had to be unimaginable. But to each and every one of them, I offer my thanks. You signed up for a dangerous job, and you executed it flawlessly. And then there is the community at large. We are a city of 40,000 people, a county of a half a million, and we all have had some interaction with the Capitol. We get to know the bylines and the people behind them. Some, like me, have been fortunate enough to meet, know, and consider these folks friends. We all hurt right now as we head into a celebratory holiday. There's not a lot to celebrate, to be honest. This country is based on freedom, freedom of the people and freedom of the press. And on Thursday afternoon, that freedom was silenced. Those five gave their lives defending that freedom, and that is nothing to celebrate. As we mourn, we will recover. It will take time. Wounds this deep take a long, long time. Time may heal all wounds, but time will never erase the memories. This week, as we all try to move back to some sort of normalcy, I'd like to ask everyone to do one thing. Simply remember. Remember Wendy. Remember Gerald. Remember Rob. Remember Rebecca. Remember John. And as former Comptroller William Goldstein used to say, with a slight modification, God bless us all real good. Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. If you like what you heard, make sure to tell your friends and colleagues about it. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find much more. Be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, The Maryland Crabs. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.